Many a times us five boys would be sitting around the dinner table with mom and dad and they would talk about the good old days. But those good old days as little boys didn't sound so great when they would talk about having to pitch manure by hand, doing all the things outside, washing the milkers by hand, all the things they needed to do just even to get the milk to town. But there were some wonderful things of the good old days. In the good old days, my parents spoke of and the generation that they would have uh, been raised in, my grandparents were the first to come to the country from our family, and so they were immigrants. And there was lots of opportunities in America, and there were wonderful qualities and values that established the core of who we are and were as Americans. There was a common ethos of dignity and reverence, civility, Christian beliefs. There was a sense of reverence for the Ten Commandments as an example in light of our readings today. And one of the stories that I remember that didn't make me think the good old days were all so great was when my parents were growing up, they would speak about Saturdays was the heavy day of work because Sunday was the day of rest. So Saturday was the day you did all the chores, you butchered the chickens, you polished the shoes, you ironed the clothes. You get everything ready because Sunday was to be set aside for great reverence for the Lord by going to Mass, having a big meal, a chicken dinner to celebrate. It's a holy day. And then to have time for fraternity and fellowship, maybe visiting with the neighbors, I was so blessed that my parents from roots, both farm roots, passed on those values to us boys. Each Sunday, actually Saturday, I was the one designated to polish the shoes. I was the one that had to sweep the cobwebs and sweep the steps, and my brothers always tell me, yeah, that's because we had to go out and do the hard work outside. We worked hard on Saturday. And Sunday, only do what you need to do. You go to Mass at 8 o'clock. Then you go to the store down the road where there was a blind man, one of our parishioners. That's how we made a living, to get the newspaper for my grandpa. And then Grandpa would give us a little extra money so we could buy some treats. We'd hang out after Mass, after church, visiting for a good long time. Sometimes the people at the next Mass would say, are you coming for this Mass? No, we're still here from the last Mass. Sunday was a day for Christian fellowship. It was a day where you did nice things for other people. Nearly every Sunday, my parents would take us to go and visit my Uncle Donnie, who was severely disabled all of his life, my grandpa and grandma, and we would go to visit. Of course, we were quickly bored visiting with Grandpa and Grandma. We got to play with the cousins, which was, of course, a lot of fun. We would drive back, and on occasions, the big treat of the week was the McDonald's ice cream cone. And what a treat that was. Simple, focused on God, rest, and Christian fellowship. What happened to the Israelites, unfortunately, has happened in our country and through so many areas of the world today. 
The Israelites, like us as human beings, can easily forget the commandments of God. Thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, all the ones we just heard. One of those is to keep holy the Sabbath. The Sabbath is the day of the Lord. The other days of our day, week are to be our, day, our time of work. But there should be nothing that takes priority over God and keeping it holy. The Israelites started to go back to their old ways and they started to create false images again. That's why as the story goes on, after Moses is up to get the Ten Commandments, he comes back down and they're in revelry. They've made a molten calf worshiping false gods. Unfortunately, in America and through so many parts of the world, there's new false gods, entertainment, sports, where someone said to me the other day, Bishop, it seems almost like politics have become the new religion for some people. Who has the priority of our life? The commandments are clear. And the closer that we live those commandments like guardrails in our life, and we don't make exceptions. Yes, there's times some of us need to work on Sundays. I even did that before going into the seminary because my work required that. So are there exceptions? Certainly, for those who have exceptions. But for the rest of us, it should be a unique day, a time of extra prayer and reflections upon our blessings times of charity to maybe those who are sick, those in nursing homes, visiting our neighbors. But unfortunately, perhaps like yourself, it's so easy to get caught up in everything else in the world. There's so much work, it's a great time for me to catch up. I even have to really watch that. There's so many other fun things to do, so many activities the kids have or whomever. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunities. But what is the greatest priority? If God is not our greatest priority, something else will be. And what happens is that becomes to take a greater place of prominence in our lives. And it refocuses how we look at life, how we look at other people. And our life can quickly become more about us than what Sunday's supposed to be about. God, others, reflecting on our blessings, giving praise to God. The invitation for us is to live bold, confident Catholic lives. We heard so beautifully in our reading today, in the uh, psalm, excuse me. Lord, you have the words of everlasting life. The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The decree of the Lord is trustworthy, giving wisdom to the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The command of the Lord is clear, enlightening the heart. My brothers and sisters, as we celebrate Mass today, let's pray for the grace to reflect upon how we use our Sundays. Reflect upon and take it to prayer, Lord, how do you want me to use my Sundays? Again, some of us may not have op um, opportunities to do things differently because of our work or some other big obligation. But for those of us who do, how do we keep the Sabbath holy? I'm not suggesting we need to go back to ironing all the clothes and polishing the shoes and all of that on Saturday. Perhaps not. 
but how do we keep Sunday holy? If we lose the focus on God, something else will become our God. And before long, there will be many who want to be our God. Entertainment, recreation, work, other values then start to overcome even our society. And so the beautiful dignity and reverence of religious liberties and all those things come under attack because someone else is trying to establish what right ordering should be. Right ordering is already established. God has revealed it in scripture and tradition. And all we need to do is let it soak ever more deeply into our hearts and share the good news and be witnesses of the good news of God in the world. Let's pray for that grace for each other.